little song for oh, you. Let's go. Let me hear it. I, you're not cool. Well, I pity the fool. Pity the fool that messes with tea. Well, you better not mock his strange mohawk. I pity the fool that messes with tea. Everybody. Well, I pity the fool. Oh, yeah. I pity the fool. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. Yo. And welcome back to the second I Mini the Vool of uh, 2017. <laughs> I think our first one dropped in what, well, February? February, yeah. Of our monthly modern stuff podcast. Yeah, not but, so monthly, but. Uh... Yeah. And uh, not so many, but that's, you know neither here nor there <laughs> we are back yeah it's been a long time so we, we're gonna have a, this this one definitely go kind of a while man we are um haven't had a conversation about the modern in a long time yeah we haven't and graffiti bridge. yeah yeah uh, we need to get a new death cakes episode out which we'll have soon, but uh, yes. this is just to follow up on um, our modern stuff that we don't normally talk about. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, again, th- this is our show where we just talk modern stuff. We talk about what we're watching or playing uh, video game-wise, movies, TV, a little yep. bit of sports here and there. Um, coming later this month, we will have, of course, the what, the fifth, fifth annual uh, nurse control. <laughs> you know, I, I I feel like we're nowhere near the NFL's radar. That I think we can get away with saying it, but at the same time, I don't want to pop up on their radar. And plus, it's too much fun to not. <laughs> it kind of is. It's kind of fun to stick at this point, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, we are here to talk. Um, uh, yeah, modern stuff. So, I mean, where do you want to start? Well, um, you mentioned at the top of this, you know, a little bit of sports, and you know, I'm more of a sports guy, not so much you. And so, I'll just real quick, I just want to talk about these NBA finals, which have been a blast. Um, God damn it! Um, and honestly. I really don't have a dog in the race. At least I didn't, you know, because obviously my teams are the, the Boston Celtics and the Detroit Pistons, and neither of them are uh, anything to speak of mm-hmm. as far as what's going on right now. Um, although, you know, Boston did make the conference finals, which is pretty cool. But all the mishaps there just didn't have a chance at all. Uh, but, like I said, I didn't have a dog in the race. It really aren't my teams. They're just fun to watch. Um, and But I was kind of... I was kind of hoping the Warriors would pull out that sweep of the Cavaliers just for just for history's sake. I mean, they do make history for going full, full, full. First team to do that, but you know, to go full, 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 full would have been amazing and just <laughs> one for the books. But uh, didn't happen. But the good part being that they were going to get more games out of it, and hopefully, hopefully, we get at least six. Yeah, yeah. And I don't this, really. And that game was man that game um, well actually game 3 and 4 really 3 was such a big surprise you know the way they just 
the way Golden State just stole it at the end. Just absolutely, just just out from under him, just pulled the rug. And then this one, which it never really seemed to be close, but it was just so emotional and just so heated. I mean, couldn't get enough. Yeah, um, I guess. <laughs> I haven't been into basketball <laughs> since, uh, like, early college, so. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I don't really pay that much attention. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get it out of the way now, because I knew we wouldn't really have a whole lot to say about it, so I just wanted to say my piece on it. So at the time, you know, at the time of this recording, um, we're about, to, we'll have game five coming up, uh, not tomorrow, but the day after. Cool. Cool. Yep. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what else? What else? What else? Well, what about Where? last week, man? Big opening weekend. Oh, do we want to jump right into her? I mean, we might as well. Uh, all right, yeah. Um, might as well, I guess, work backwards then. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, DC finally made a decent movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I guess it just it, it took so a, a woman's touch. You know, uh, on both uh, ends, right? On, on both sides of the camera. Yeah, yeah. He had, you know, it, it's funny because I just finished listening to uh, "We Hate Movies" that are on screen about uh, Wonder Woman. I just finished listening to it before we started recording here. But um, oh, I still haven't checked that out yet. Yeah, it was really good. But it, I mean, it is amazing what having a, a well, two things is one having a female director directing a female movie so it's not the uh, you know it's not a male director doing a lot of booty shots you know with Wonder Woman in the costume and you know it's nothing crazy like that yeah a lot of um, Megan Fox poses in Transformers yeah there's none of that there's a lot of (laughs) there's you know but at the same time it's not like super you know pro feminist thing you know, it's not like she's there and saying, you know, um, I'm a woman, watch me do it. She just does it and then doesn't, you know, come back and ask for the praise. Well, I'm a woman and I did this. So, you know, yay me or anything like that. She, it, it's yeah, a lot of... Fact, it's some, more like... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. Well, I was going to say, it, it's a lot of show, don't tell. She didn't have to talk a lot of game saying, you know, I am, you know, I'm I'm super strong and, you know, I've got all this stuff. She just fucking did it. And when it was done, she didn't say shit about it. Nobody said shit about it. They were just like, oh, wow, she's incredible. And they moved the fuck on. Yeah, and what, because what was cool about that is because... It, 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 you're right. It exactly wasn't like that, and it's because she's looking at it as well. I can do it. How, why can't you do that? Yeah, you know that's really what it was. She's she doesn't understand why, you know, on in our reality or you know whatever that uh you know other women don't do this or guys don't can't do what she does. You know, she's like, well, then I'm gonna do it because you're not gonna do it. Just like when they were in the trenches and. Steve was explaining to her they haven't moved an inch in, you know, in how many uh, months or whatever, how long, how long they've been there, and she just goes right up the ladder and <laughs> charges the motherfuckers. Right. 
Right, and then there was that other other scene. Where... I guess we didn't say we were talking spoilers, but I mean, I don't. That's not too much of a spoiler. I mean, these are. You saw that in the trailer. Yeah, and by the time I get this edited now, it's always three weeks late anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one other thing that that was cool is you know, even though there were tons of think pieces, I I am so tired of think pieces. Well, that's but why there was a think pieces. That there's a think piece out about how. Um, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of pro-feminist stuff in here. I mean, the only thing that they sort of touched on since, since it took place in the past, there, there was a brief line about uh, women fighting for the right to vote in in England there. It was a brief, brief line. It was said. It was over with. It wasn't pushing hard with the... You, you know, uh, well, we're fighting for the right to vote, and you know that that Molly River, or Rosie Riveter, you can do it kind of stuff. You know, it mentioned it, it put it out there, and it moved on. And I'm not saying, saying that that I'm not anti-feminist or anything, but this isn't that move. This isn't a movie to push. You know, any kind of real ideal other than. Hey, this is a, a superhero movie. Yeah, it's it's a positive movie for women and especially little girls. Mm-hmm. You know, show, showing that women can do everything, but it's not so heavy-handed that it jams it down your throat and then right. you know it's you're choking on it. Yeah, it's not message. Yeah, and then you know one other thing you have that, the message, but it's not beating you overhead with it. Right, right. It it's there. It's subtle, but it's there and it works. And then the other thing that I think worked in this movie's favor is that even though it was framed in the current timeline of DCU, mm-hmm. it was so far back in the past that it didn't matter. And when they, they first announced that Wonder Woman was going to take place during World War One, I, I was like, well, they're just ripping off Captain America. They're just, That's what, it, you know, they, if you go back in our archives, you'll hear us actually talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, they're just doing Captain America, and in a way, yes, they are. In a way, but, they are, but in most of it, like, no, it's not. Yeah, but then they did it. You know, and and I was basing that complaint on the fact of, well, you know, it all these DC movies so far have not been great, so they're g- going to copy the Marvel formula and go back in time. But it's still going to be that grim, dour nobody turns on a fucking light <laughs> uh, you know universe but it wasn't it, it, it was it was fresh it was I, I mean the the fact you know even that early Captain America it was setting up stuff for future movies mm-hmm. in there and while you know I don't know DC well enough to know all the little spoilers there was some world building for Wonder Woman herself there was not one mention of of uh, dark side or any of that other kind of stuff. There was no like allusion to Batman or Superman or anything. It was its uh-huh. own thing. It took place in the past, yes, but you know it it stood on its own as just an origin movie that wasn't you know too originy. It wasn't Spider Man for the thirtieth time making his own costume and all that stuff yeah because it hasn't been done I mean not since Linda Carter and the um, 
the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, and I like that that they didn't show how she was, you know, conceived. You know, the movie just starts and she was a little girl, right? You know, Which I don't think I've ever seen that. Have you? Um, I want to say it may have done it. There may have been a flashback episode on the old Justice League cartoon, but okay. maybe not. I don't know. I I honestly don't know if it has or not. I know you watched that stuff a lot more than I did. I caught snippets of it um, here and there when it was showing on, was it Cartoon Network or whatever? Yeah. Um, and it was on Netflix for a while. I saw some of it there, but I didn't watch the whole thing, the whole run of it. Yeah, the the Cartoon Network version of Justice League was straight fire. I, I mean, DC can do cartoons well. It's their live-action movies that suck. Right, it's like the other side of Marvel. You know, the live-action movies are great. The cartoons, mm, yeah, they're really. kind of. They, there's a couple standouts, but not as uh, great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that movie was great. Even though I did see a meme, and we are recording this a day after it happened. Uh, it probably shouldn't date the show, but I saw a meme today. It had uh, someone had sketched a, a picture of Wonder Woman. And then a picture of that, uh, I'm going to pronounce it, the Dora Milaje from, uh, from Civil War. And it just had that at one quote. It said, move or I will move you. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. You know, because uh, yeah. we are, a day, well, two days out, I think, from a Black Panther trailer coming out. Oh, God. Yeah. And going well, you know, I'm glad I mentioned the sports before that because that's when I saw the trailer. It was during the basketball game. Like, whoa. Because that, I mean, they're calling it a teaser trailer, but there's more meat on it than most teaser trailers. So I was like, are they showing full-on trailers for this shit? Yeah. Well, trailers are getting so long now. A two-minute trailer is a teaser. (laughs) I guess so. I mean, yeah, it it didn't show a lot of the elements uh, of or give a whole lot of the story but man just the visuals just yeah. incredible I'm so fucking ready for that movie I'll tell you one yeah yeah I'll tell you one more thing uh, well, first of all hashtag bring back X caps because I'm aware one to the premiere if they, if you guys bring them back if I can locate myself one uh, <laughs> and number <laughs> and number two back to Wonder Woman real quick um, one thing that did piss me off actually my wife told me she saw like Fox News or something affiliated with Fox was saying that Wonder Woman wasn't American enough. And like, um, Wonder Woman was, was Wonder Woman ever American? That's news to me. Well, in her pet when, when she was originally created, and and they even touched on it in the Justice League cartoon, that when the show was created, or when when uh, she she was created. And she came from Themyscira to, you know, the regular world for the first time. She chose to wear the the colors of America, you know, as just sort of a tribute. So, you, you know, that early costume was red, white, and blue. But she wore it as a, you know, a tribute to the to the, the country. But then the, the the book came out during around World War One, World, World War Two, 
you know so we you know all of the comics back then were very patriotic you know superman punched out nazis captain america punched hitler in the face you know right and and if that fox news director would have looked a little bit deeper into the creation of wonder woman the dude that created wonder woman was an S&M perv yeah that's and, where the whole last of when everything comes from and the way the yeah because one of her powers is or one of her one of her weaknesses in in that old original run if she ever got tied up she was helpless like wow. she she couldn't move she couldn't do anything because the dude was a straight up S&M freak he had a, a polyamorous relationship going he had a wife and then a girl on side living with him so so you can't pick and choose origin <laughs> shit. If you're going to say she's not wearing red, white, and blue. She was wearing, I mean, red and blue. But, you know, if, if you're going to take one part of the the original character, you got to take it all. Yep. So bring on the PVC and the, the, and the, and the zip-up mask and all, all that yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing I got to say. But I'm sorry. We keep going back instead of moving forward. But, uh. One thing I will say about it is I really loved how they didn't show off her costume until that trench scene. Like, you kept getting quick glimpses of it, and when they, they first showed that, um, I guess they called it armor in the in the movie, when you f- first see it, you get, like, just a quarter shot of it, and it's blurry, and then moving forward until that trench scene, you just see quick glimpses of it as she's trying to take that cloak off but they never show it in yeah. full until she climbs up that fucking ladder and then you know it's fucking on yeah and that that was great yeah it was really dope really well done yeah but uh that's Wonder Woman little Black mm-hmm. Panther uh let's go back a little bit further and talk about uh Marvel's first big movie of the year. This is his first big movie of the year. Uh, did Strange? Yeah. Strange didn't come out this year, right? Because what? No, that Strange was last came year, out yeah. last year. Okay, yeah. So, so Guardians. Which I still haven't seen, by the way, but it is on Netflix now. Is it on Netflix already? Yeah. God damn, they move quick now. <laughs> you need to see it. You, well, because it's well, Disney. That's why. Yeah, that's true. They yeah, had a big deal. Okay, I will say this. Call Quentin and then watch that movie. Um, <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah, the, there's one scene in there that, yeah, Quentin by oh. your side would uh, would help you understand things better. Well, I can say, you know, inside baseball here that some um, some uh, developments have transpired and everything's in the clear. So yeah, I can talk to Quentin. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy. Holy shit. Dude. Yeah. Now, that one... Now, with that being said, I like the first one better, but it's not like... It's not in the way that, um... Like... Uh... Like the difference between Iron Man 1 and 2. Or Thor 1 and 2, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's. I like the first one better, but the second one, I mean, it's still right there. Yeah, I don't. I think I like the second one better. I mean, the second one does have its problems, 
but I mean there wasn't you didn't have to do any world building origin stuff so you were just it dropped you right in there in the action right away and you were off to the races mm-hmm. you know and I I like that part I, I mean I like an origin movie as long as it's done right but it's always that second movie where it just drops you right in and you know you already know who these people are so you can just go and I loved it about this movie yeah and what I mean and the other thing is like you know the music was so much better in the first one I mean still a whole lot of music in the second one but what I do like about what they did with the second one is that they knew or it seems to me anyway that they knew like they kind of I'm not going to say any cause they still try to kind of they still kind of put a soundtrack to it and made that sort of a focal point but they kind of backed off it a little bit just to not try to push it as much I guess as you, if that making any sense yeah, because music seemed to be more front and center in the first one than the second one. Yeah, I can kind of see that. But you know what I did read? But is, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is they're not trying to sell it with that. You know, they already no. know what they have, and so they're just building on what they have. No, although you know, I, I did read that James Gunn made it where the songs that he used, um, like certain lyrics, would happen just as a, a scene happened and you know it fit mm-hmm. what was go- going on in the scene like that uh, at Fleetwood Mac Break the Chain mm-hmm. the two times that, that that song was played it fit the scene perfect and he the, the lyric for the song happened right at the right time where it was just bam it hit you yeah yeah it seemed like it was more um uh, what am I trying to say? It's like it's more on cue as opposed to the, being the background. Yeah, that's yeah, what, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's true. I can see. And also, you know, other thing about it was like it seemed like so much of the so much of the uh, dialogue. It seemed like, like everything was it was just like zing zing zing, like joke 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 joke. Like it wasn't, and that's that kind of graded on me a little bit. Yeah, I can see how that could. You know, I mean, I so like, that's why that's, I, that's why I give the that's why I give the first one the, the the slight edge, but I still like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah, and like, like, and it's fucking drop off between the first, it's not like I said, it's not the drop off between Thor one and two, Iron Man one and two, even Avengers one and two. Right, right, and I thought uh, I thought David Batista was the star of the fucking show man oh yeah he was great I mean it, it seemed like he had the best lines mm-hmm. and it gave him more to do yeah you know the first movie it, it was a lot of Chris Pratt and uh, Zoe Saldana yeah you know and this one was a lot of Drax and a lot of Rocket too but you know, uh, Michael Rooker, I would say, was the second best part of this movie. Uh, he was, he was, he was my 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 mic, but uh, no, he killed it. Like he, yeah. it, it makes me sad that he's not going to be around anymore. But I mean, he was amazing, and just that character, the 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 arc of that character and his lines, 
just everything about him was awesome. Yeah, it was great, and I'll definitely miss him in the series. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to what they do in the next movie because I don't know, you probably don't know, uh, some of our listeners may not know, but those Ravagers, the leaders uh-huh. of each of those Ravagers clans, are actually characters from the original Guardians of the Galaxy um, comic. The original comic started in like the 80s and it was a team of of heroes from the future from like the year 3000. Yeah, see, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead and explain this because there's a whole lot I don't really know about uh, that comic. I mean, until they announced the movie, the original movie, like Back in what was that, 2011 or 2012? Yeah. They going to do Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I said, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, because they were a, a band of. Um, they weren't pirates. They, they they weren't thieves. They they were all like former slaves that were. Um, that they were in this slave camp and then freed themselves from from their their or, or alien overlords and then became this team, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think for most of their adventures, it was in the future. I, I know they did it eventually come back to the past, at least for a couple of issues. Um, but, you know, they, of course, tweaked it for the movie, but you don't get, like, Ving Rhames, Sylvester, Sl- Sylvester Stallone, Michelle Yeow for a two second clip. You know, at the end of a movie, if you're not planning to do something bigger with them in the third movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because yeah. um, I I just don't see how you would do. I mean, I guess you can do that as a glorified cameo, but you know, even in in that cutscene at the end, he uh, Sylvester Stallone like grabbed his gun and said, "It's time to steal shit." So, you know, hopefully that uh, they will have a bigger role next uh, go round. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And um, I mean, honestly, you know, I thought it set up a um, a sequel, or at least, I mean, they're going to be in like part of Infinity War, right? Won't they? Um, I think it's only been to be right. Yeah, it's only confirmed so far that Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana. And Groot are gonna be in an Infinity War. What about the uh, uh, Nebula? I mean, Thanos' daughter, right? Well, I mean, yeah, Mister Gamora would be too. But oh, yeah, she she must be because in the original Infinity War comic or the Infinity Gauntlet comic, Gamora or uh, Nebula was a big part of that. So maybe she'll be, maybe she'll come back. I don't know. I know, but there's gotcha. so many characters in, in that Infinity War because they just started shooting a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. But there are so many characters. I don't know how they're going to have them all in there. And <sighs> still no Galactus. No, because fucking I mean, Fox, Fox won't give it up. And, it's and now, isn't it true? They're like making a whole new X-Men movie, like creating like entirely new shit. They've got a bunch of X-Men TV shows coming. 
uh, they're working on the fourth X-Men movie right now, which they're going to redo the Dark Phoenix saga because McGee fucked it up in X3. Oh, man, definitely, man. I, dude, now that's something I want to see done right. And, you know, I didn't like Apocalypse very much at all. Thank you. Yeah, I pretty much sucked. But, um, I mean, I would love to see Dark Phoenix done correctly. Yeah, but they have to go to space. They can't keep it on Earth. If they're going to do Dark Phoenix, it has to be in space. Right. You know. But, um, Guardians. Guardians is, is good, kind of for, for the same reason that Wonder Woman is good, because it takes place so far away from everything else that's going on that they can do their own thing. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have to have all of those... Uh, I mean, the first movie did. It tied in the Infinity Gem and Thanos. But the second movie didn't have to. Because I believe in the timeline of these movies, Guardians 2 takes place in 2014. So I don't even think the Hydra stuff has happened. I'm not sure where you know all those other movies take... Because I think it's only been a year since the beginning of it's only been a year since the end of the first Guardian right so I guess so Civil War hasn't happened yet for sure Ant-Man wouldn't have happened yet I don't know if Avengers 2 would have happened I forget when that came out you know what Ant-Man is kind of one of the the unsung heroes as far as the MCU goes cause that's why I don't really hear people talking about and I myself I mean I'm guilty of it too I slept on it but then when it came when they released it on uh, DVD and streaming and I finally saw it I'm like man this was badass yeah that movie was really and I really good. think it took a lot of people seeing uh, in fact that's you know when I saw Civil War that's when I was like say, you know what I need to see Ant-Man I still haven't seen it yeah yeah and Paul Rudd is great yeah in that movie I, I think they just started pre-production on the sequel that's cool well, this time we will make that mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know who's directing that one, though. But, um... Yeah, that's really good. Oh, speaking of Fox and X-Men, Logan came out this year. Dude. Alright, so, yeah. When you were talking about Marvel's first big movie this year, like, wait a minute, I had to kind of check myself. Like, wait a minute, not Marvel. That's Fox. Yeah. Slash Marvel, so... Man, Logan, that... That movie... I mean, just watching him, Hugh Jackman, walk across the screen and just do everything. Like, he just looked broken. Like, you felt, like, the tension. I don't know about you, man, but I'm sitting there watching him. I feel the tension just watching him move around. And just yeah, his disposition, like, the look on his face and just everything about him. He just seemed like he was just broken. And he had that limp the whole movie. He was walking yeah. with a limp the whole fucking movie. With the exception of the end when he took that serum stuff to to go fight, right? But I mean, he had that limp, and then that one scene when he's when his, his claws can't pop out all the way, and he's got to grab it. Mm-hmm. He's cutting his own hand while he's trying to pull that claw forward. I mean, yeah. he's just broken. And I'll tell you something about that, okay? Because that movie's rated R. We didn't take our kids to see Deadpool. Obviously, because it's way you know, it's way too much going on. Oh yeah, I don't need to see. With Logan, um, you know, there's 
language and I mean hey you know my wife's a potty mouth she would be the first to tell you she you know nothing they haven't heard before um the I mean there's that one scene where the where, where the where the uh the chick in the back of the limo flashes her tits at him and it's like that and it's like okay that yeah we knew about that because we saw it and you know we kind of vetted it before we kind of vetted it beforehand right um and we kind of had to talk to him about it and then um you know the other thing was the violence and it's like well you know we'll take the hit we'll let him you know we had to talk with him about it we let him see it and it was fine except you know when we're sitting there in the fucking trailers and they show the trailer for chips and they go and kill me with that trailer you know the guy drops his towel and he sees little bare ass and he bends over he sees balls and then he's talking about the chick eating his ass and he's going through the whole all in the detail about you know I'm just burying my head in my palm like god damn it yeah that was a fucking mistake my wife's covering up their faces like don't watch don't watch don't listen like god damn it so we went through all this trouble to make sure it was, you know, we were okay with them seeing the movie, and then they go and hit us with that trailer. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. That movie sucked anyway. Yeah, it tanked. I didn't hard. go see it, but I mean, yeah, so fuck that. Stop making these, stop rebooting shit and pyramiding these big box comedies. It's not. It, it worked with Darcy and Hutch like 15 years ago. It's not cool anymore. Did um, it though? <laughs> it kind of did. It, you know, it kind of did. Uh. But uh, um. What's the uh Oh okay, yeah, so Logan. So 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 again with the kids, so when they first show X twenty three and when she first like springs into action and just goes like cuts loose and just you know, acrobatic claw- cutting people's heads off and whooping ass, I look over all I look over at kids, all I see is teeth. Like big big smile. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, so there you go. Yeah, but that movie, that movie, I mean, that movie, again, it helps that it's not tied to anything else. Even though, I mean, Fox's X-Men timeline is so fucked up that don't, you know, because Days of Future Past, I don't know what it, what it, correct, I don't know what's canon anymore. I don't either, because it seemed like that was supposed to fix it, and then... Yeah, but then Deadpool comes out... And who knows what the fuck, when Deadpool takes place, or, you know, if it's tied to any of this other stuff, and then uh, Logan comes out, and Logan seems to take some of the first couple of movies the same, and then even pulls from that first X-Men Origins movie, with that adamantium bullet that he has. Yeah, and also... um what was the other thing that oh and then Deadpool you know and Deadpool's li- liable to screw up that timeline even more because you know you saw the little easter egg where it said uh, Nathan Summers on the uh, you know on the phone booth yeah you well know, he uh, said in in that uh, he time traveled and shit, and that's gonna be you know who knows who, who knows where, where they're gonna go with that and how far they're gonna take that yeah yeah it, it's I mean Fox isn't doing anything with with uh, Fantastic Four because they're still reeling from, you know, how they fucked up. They and need to stop. I mean, no. One... They need to get Fantastic Four back because at this point they don't. I, I mean, Marvel isn't even producing a Fantastic Four comic anymore. Yeah, they aren't even. They aren't even producing Future Foundation anymore, which means no more of my favorite Spidey suit. Oh, 
You and that fucking sleeps. <laughs> I had to get it in there. You brought him up. <laughs> but the other thing was, um, they need, and Marvel does need it back, but they need to not have, you know, not make any more movies, though. Just, just for the sake of getting some of those characters back. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, on the flip side, they need to fix, um, because they've, they've got, like, three different TV shows in the works. Or two different. They, they've got, they've got Legion, which is about, uh, Professor X's son, which I, I watched the first couple episodes of, and it was really good, but it's, I didn't ha- hang in there long enough to finish it, just because there's right. so much talking and, and psycho analytical, you know, like uh, psychology kind of uh, talk that I kind of just gave up on it. Sure. Um, it looked pretty good. I never got around to checking it out. Though. Yeah, but everyone says it's excellent. And then they've got this other uh, show coming out this fall called The Gifted, which is basically an X-Men movie, or TV show. They're just not calling it uh, X-Men, but it's got X-Men characters in it. Is that going to deal more with the with the school, or I don't know what exactly it's dealing with, to be honest. But um, you know, they've got those two TV shows coming. They've got uh, they've got the New Mutants movie that's supposed to be coming in 2019 or maybe 2018. But that, right. the director said that it's going to be a straight up horror movie. It's not going to be a typical X-Men or comic book action movie. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing there. I don't either, but it's kind of intriguing. Yeah, but but why though? I, and how is that going to... I, I don't know. I, I just... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. But... um they just need to get their X-Men shit in order and give Fantastic Four back to Marvel because they're because Fantastic Four's box office poison but if they give Fantastic Four back then they can use Galactus and Silver Surfer in the regular Marvel universe right in the cinematic universe mm-hmm which, yeah, which would, is all we really need. Yeah, yeah. That's all, especially for Infinity War, or even Guardians of the Galaxy three to have Galactus in there. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that would be that would be incredible. And then you know, just to jump, I know we've been going for a little bit, but uh, you know, to jump to the other studio, Sony's got this incredible Spider-Man coming. But then they go and announce they're going to have a a separate Venom movie starring uh, Tom Hardy. But you can't you can't do Venom without Spider-Man. But you can't. But if you put Spider-Man in there, then I I don't know how they they think this is going to work. It's kind of a mess. Um, And See, weren't they talking about doing that before and they axed it? They, they, I mean, they had oh. a whole Spider-Man, yeah, franchise. You know, franchise they were trying. Now I know that's gone now, but I mean, like, so they're still going to go forward with Venom. 
they're still going forward with Venom. They already got Tom Hardy cast. But I don't know how you can do Venom without doing Spidey. And since Spidey is part of the Marvel... Well, they even said that with Spidey that it would do Homecoming. They're going to do one more sequel with Spidey in the cinematic universe. And then they're going to do something else. So I don't I don't know if that means they're going to reboot him again. So Spider-Man's in his own universe at Sony now? Or what? Because they even announced another movie called Black and Silver which is going to be about Black Cat and Silver Sable and I think they're throwing in Spider-Woman into that movie oh dear so you're going to have this whole separate spider universe set up with Spider-Man and I would assume Spider-Man played by the same person but in two different universes I don't understand how that would work it depends I mean is I mean, is Marvel Studios in conjunction with Sony doing this? Kind of like the way Sony no. in conjunction with... Or, you know, no? Okay, well. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you, man. I don't know. I think... And honestly, I think that might be... You know, with with with, with, with all the convolution that's going on with like all these Marvel properties on different uh, studios, I think that might be where... What kind of tears it? Yeah. That Spider-Man thing. Yeah, I think so too. Because, I mean, I don't. I don't know what. What the. I mean, I understand trying to keep all the money in your camp rather than having to split it with. with, uh. Disney. And I get that. I mean, but it's just that. I don't know. The bubble's gonna burst at some point, and I just feel like that's gonna be where it happens. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm. Because. Technically, they are film rivals, Sony and and Disney. You don't want want to give your rival, you know, a way to make more money. So definitely keep it. And it is an amazing, incredible thing that they found a way to bridge a gap and say, okay, yes, we'll we'll share your property with you um, to be in this movie. That's an incredible thing that has never happened before but they I, I did it because it just fell I mean because the the other uh, those other reboot sequels didn't you know the amazing Spider-Man weren't doing well but now that they've kind of caught fire with the Civil War you know just just off that yeah and then this homecoming and now they seems like they got their they got their mojo back with Spider-Man so they're gonna go back to the well with it you know I don't know even though they aren't the ones that did it, but I mean, they've shown that they can make it work on film, so we got people interested again. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But I think that's all the movie talk that uh, I've seen lately that I liked. I don't think I've really seen anything else. Did you see Kong? No, I did not see Kong. Did you? Well... Uh, kind of, <laughs> dude. I can't, remember, you know, and that was that was a month or month or so ago, and we caught it like kind of right at the end of its run. Um, uh-huh. But we had had an early start to that day, and just did like so much in that day, you know. And honestly, really needed to like come home and like take a nap and 
you know, kind of before we went on and did some other stuff, but we just kind of powered through the rest of the day. We got some, uh, yeah, we energy drinks and caffeine, just kind of, <laughs> just kind of taking us through the uh, the entire night. And so finally, we go to see the movie. We go to it's like the very, it's like the freaking nine forty five or ten forty five show, whenever it was that we saw it. So it was a late one. Oh, and we gone to uh, the Esquire Seven over there in um in Clayton. You know, they remodeled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they've got um you know fully reclining seats. Like you know, you can actually lay completely flat and watch real comfortable and everything like that oh, so shit. yeah so we're watching the movie and you know i'm out of gas but i'm watching the movie and then at some point like oh, i want to say like maybe maybe 30 minutes into it i'm laying back and then i can't keep my eyes open and i'm out <laughs> and i won't back up like at the very end like i will i will back up and call little parts of it but at the very end i saw that worth it no, I mean, from what I saw, it was good. And, oh. you know, everybody else stayed awake through it, and they liked it. You know, they said it was awesome. So I'm just going to have to wait till it... It might it actually might actually be a... Uh, nah, it wouldn't be that soon. It should be nah. streaming pretty soon. I'll, I'll yeah, watch it then. it's not out yet. No, from what I saw, it was really good. And then at the end, where um, a little stinger where it kind of tells you, you know, hey, Kong's not the only king. Like, what do you mean? And then it shows you how uh, they know about Rodan and Ghidra. And um and Godzilla. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. And I remember um I remember back when uh when the movie first dropped, you before I seen it, like there were the memes where it was showing Kong and it was saying like how he it's like he um pistol whipped Godzilla and told him this is how you do it. Yeah. Because the Godzilla movie sucked ass. We saw it a couple years ago. Oh yeah, dude, it was terrible. Yeah, but this one was. Uh, I mean, from, from what I saw of it, it was really good. I mean, I only reason I fell asleep is just because I just was out of gas, you know. Right. Didn't have a break the entire day, and I used my used my Red Bull up too uh, too early. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm trying to think though. We saw. Um, I think that's kind of. I think that's it. Yeah. Well, we got one of those, uh, you got an AFC Stubbs? No. Oh, you need to get it. We don't have an AMC here. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We don't have an AMC here. What, um, chain do they have? Uh, Regal. Oh, Regal? Oh, okay. Yeah. Regal and... a couple of Regal theaters here anymore. Yeah. You do, uh, Ronnie's is a Regal. Ronnie's yeah, Ronnie's. And, uh, oh no, Ronnie's is Wernberg. Yeah, Ronnie's is Wernberg. Is it? Because I saw Guardians there. Yeah, that's right. It is. Yeah, that's right. That is. Because we saw Godzilla there too. Yeah, the Ronnie's. But uh, nah, Regal. I think the the St. Louis Mills and there's another one. There's another couple of them. We don't have a whole lot of Regals so. though. No. Uh-uh. But oh, okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> it wouldn't help you at all if you don't have any AMC's over there. Yeah. But um, well, bouncing back to DC and actually switching topics, but um, keeping it with DC, uh, I want to touch on comics real quick, like comic comics, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot, and I actually have been dipping my toe into um, DC, even though I've been on, you know, I've been a Marvel head for years. Now, look, I'll say, people listening, this is like a seismic shift in the universe because this dude would never go anywhere near a DC comic. No, as I wouldn't. I've known him. I wouldn't. 
I, I don't remember what got me reboot. Like, even when the new 52 came out, he wasn't even going to check them out. He's like, nope. No, because I didn't need another reboot. I, though, I, I think it was the reboot that got me. I wanted to because they rebooted it again with this rebirth thing. And I started reading Batman because they made Commissioner Gordon Batman. He had this, like, robo suit that looked like a bunny. Had these weird, had these weird bunny antennas. <laughs> I didn't know about that. What the hell? But I had to read. I, I had to read guy, that to man, see. I kinda, on the periphery, but you, you're the one who delves into this stuff. What? Yeah. What the I, fuck? I, yeah, it was weird. But Bruce Wayne is back now as Batman. But okay. Um, that got me just sort of branch out and reading other stuff. And now I'm there's there's a core set of comics that I'm reading from DC. I'm reading Aquaman, which is really good. Which is weird, but it, it's really good. Um, Green Lantern Corps, which I'm liking. Now, and Aquaman, do they draw him still you know, in the old way, or does he look like uh, more like Jason Momoa type? No, he's, he's still blonde-haired, blue-eyed. With the big beard uh, and everything like that? He doesn't have a beard anymore. He's he's short hair, okay. like back in the early '80s. Oh, okay. you know, and still the same golden yellow costume. Got you. Okay, because I know I saw the um, the trailers for Injustice Two, and he's in there. Yeah, and he still looks kind of like I mean, not exactly old school, but he you know he doesn't you know he looks like you know with the blonde hair and whatever. So I'm like, okay, I don't know, I don't know, he looks like the comics now or what? Yeah, I. I doubt they'll change that in the comics to make him more um, Samoan looking, but you never know. Um, so I'm reading those two or three, but then the ones that I'm really reading that I'm really enjoying are the Hanna-Barbera comics that they're doing now. Um, the what? Yeah. You know, because WB owns the Hanna-Barbera license. Sure. Now. You know, they bought it from Turner. Or they lease it from Turner or something. I don't know. Because I think Turner still owns it, but but the WB has... I don't know if they own part of Turner or what, because there's a lot of... Because all the DC cartoons pretty much premiere on Cartoon Network, which was a Turner... Turner. Yeah. But, you know, all the DC shows are there. Um, you know, and all the Warner Brothers, or all the uh, the Hanna-Barbera stuff is there. Well, I was going to say, you know, a lot is Boomerang still a thing? Yes. Oh, and I, I can okay. touch on that real quick. Boomerang is still a thing, but they show more... They they don't show old cartoons anymore on there. I mean, I, I think they have, have a block of Looney Tunes and a block of... Uh, of Of uh, I'm blanking. I'm sorry. <laughs> of Scooby Doo and Tom and Jerry. Okay. But other than that, it's a lot of current shows that are already on that they just show reruns of, and then there's oh. some original programming on there. But apparently, it's so weird when these throwback channels like like you know like TV Land and Boomerang now they're doing original shows. Yeah, but apparently they they just launched the app. That's like an, another subscription service where it's like five bucks a month, 
but then you have access to all of those old cartoons that they used to show Boomerang. You know, all the old Hanna-Barbera stuff. I mean, that's Hanna-Barbera, because that's that's the question I was going to get at. It's like, okay, so what are they showing on there? Because that used to be where all the Hanna-Barbera stuff was at. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where you go and get your fix of that. But uh, in the comics realm, they've uh, DC is putting out um, these Hanna Barbera themed comics. There was one; it, it was just a mini series. I think they're doing another one. It was called Wacky Raceland, which is you know Wacky Racers, yeah, wacky. Uh, Penelope, Pierre Harden, Dick Dastardly, and Muttley, and all that stuff. Yeah. But they do it with a twist. They put it in. They turn it into this like post-apocalyptic um, setting where they have to literally race to live, and the you know on the the cartoon that there's always the announcer that sort of set up where the race was. Mm-hmm. That announcer is trying to kill them in this. Book. <laughs> oh shit! And I mean it it goes dark. Everyone has this sort of completely dark makeover you know that's crazy like you know there there's that bear family or the, the there's two hillbillies and a bear that had a, a car now that there's still those two hillbillies but the bear is actually a, a man that wears this like bear head because the the <laughs> he had a bunch of tests to him so he can only kind of growl and sort of talk but not really Wow, and I mean it's just dark and creepy. It's like Mad Max meets Wacky Racing. Wow! So that was good. Um, you make me actually want to check that out now. Yeah, well, I, I got something for you actually. Um, I'm gonna send you copies of this other one that I'm reading, which is the Flintstones. Yeah, you've shown me a panel. Of yeah, that. yeah. I've got the first twelve runs I want to send to you. To, or for, or to, of uh, issues, I mean, because the oh, Flintstones—they cool. completely turn this. Turn, uh, I mean, it's still cavemen and cave times, but they're tackling like modern day issues. Which uh, I mean, there, there there was a whole issue on gay marriage, but they turn the conversation into just marriage, marriage, mm-hmm. because you know, cavemen are cavemen. So in the world of, of the Flintstones, cave people, they um, don't have monogamy. They just go to, they, they call it a sex cave or a love cave or something like that, but it's basically a fuck shack where everyone goes, you know, to pro- <laughs> procreate, and that, that's how you make your babies. And people sure. like, like, like uh, Fred and Wilma and, and Barney and Betty decide to do monogamy and everyone shuns them for it and it you know it's an allegory to gay marriage and you you think it's just gonna end there but then like the last few pages it actually gets into gay marriage and and fred is fred is schooling these because because they everyone was anti-monogamy and then they kind of got into it and said okay monogamy is okay we're gonna let people get married now but then these two gay people uh, Adam and Steve that, that's their names Literally. <laughs> they yeah they they want to get married too but then it was like well no two people can't two men can't get married and then Fred breaks it down Fred, Fred's like you know when we were 
when but when we came out of the caves and 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 were hunting and gathering the what they call them? they call them the non procreators i think instead of saying gay they they just use the term non procreators or something like that he's like okay uh, the non procreators helped me and my mom after my dad got killed by a dinosaur they they helped us they they helped feed us they helped do this they helped do that they should be able to get married too so i mean there's some like real social issues that, that they sort of turn into caveman issues and it it's really well done and it's surprising <laughs> um and you know sort of a spin off they just had a a uh, a one-off special issue of the Jetsons, okay. where is ba- that the the Jetsons comic? I think think is coming this fall. But they even do do a modern take of the Jetsons, and th- this one issue I will have to find and send to you as well is uh, the origin of Rosie. And when you find oh, out where Rosie yeah. really came from, it's kind of it, it's sweet, but at the same time, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but. you. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, yeah, let's hold on to that one, table that one until I see it, and then we can talk about that next time. Yeah. I just 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 judging from like what you told me about these other ones, that's just it, it just seems crazy. Yeah. Who's doing this? By the way, it's, it's Hanna Barbera or is somebody else? It's DC. I mean, uh, DC. Yeah, and then just two more, and then we'll take a quick break and jump to something else. But uh, the other one is Scooby Doo Apocalypse, where it's uh, again it's a modern take on Scooby Doo, but they put it in, in they put it in sort of modern times, and and um, it, it it's like I, instead of a zombie apocalypse, there's this virus that gets out and turns everyone into like straight up legitimate monsters oh shit and then it's just the Scooby gang trying to get across country to find a way to cure the the uh, disease and turn all the monsters back into people and that one's really good I mean it it kind of go it ahead kind of sounds like um do you remember the, the Scooby Doo miniseries that the 13 ghosts or whatever it was mm-hmm. like the old one where they let the ghosts out of the box and then Scooby and Shaggy have to be the ones to put him back in right that's what it sounds like but it but is kind of like that yeah yeah but they you know they, it, it's a fresh take on Scooby which I think is cool cause you know um Wilma or not Wilma um Velma Daphne and and Fred okay. are um are this investigative news? Well, uh, Daphne is an investigative news reporter, and Fred is her cameraman. And they were shooting a scene about uh, this science lab where Velma worked, and Velma was a, a whistleblower saying, "Oh, this horrible shit is happening at this uh, this science facility," mm-hmm. and she brings him in, and then Shaggy works at the, this lab as well as a dog trainer with these uh, quote unquote smart dogs that they've enhanced with all these cybernetics and stuff so yeah. Scooby actually has all of these like metal doodads around his neck and he's got this weird like a uh, 
kind of like a Dragon Ball eyepiece thing on his face. And that, that's how, how he can talk is because, you know, they've done all the, these experiments on him. Uh-huh. But, I mean, that, that comic is really cool. And then the last one is uh, called Future Quest. And it basically combines all of the Hanna-Barbera action cartoons into into uh, a whole con- cohesive story. Hong Kong Fui? No, not Hong Kong Fui, but it's space. Ah. It's it's Space Ghost. Um, space Ghost. Oh, okay, almost that. Okay. Yeah, uh, the Herculoids, Mitor, Birdman, uh, Frankenstein Junior, Johnny Quest, um, the Galaxy Trio. It it combines all of them into this like dimension hopping, like you know everything happens on Earth, but Space Ghost and and the Herculoids and um, all these people end up on, on Earth to battle this this monster, and it that one's cool too. That that one went twelve issues. I think they're gonna keep going. I don't know. Wow, but those were really good. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, I'm still read. I'm reading Marvel as well, and. So, not a lot noteworthy. Um, I'm hearing a lot of. I've been, you know, I've been hearing a lot of complaints about Marvel. Not just the whole thing about uh, where they said they focused on trying to make diverse characters instead. But I've hearing a lot of people like backlash against that Secret Empire thing, and I I don't know a lot about it. I mean, I got one of the issues from uh, Free Comic Book Day that's still I've even read. Mm-hmm. Um. In fact, the only thing I read speed in comics was that uh, Catalyst Prime shout out to Lion Forge, which is pretty dope. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, is Marvel? I mean, it, I don't know. I, I haven't really been digging into any of that stuff. I mean, is it is it that bad? I mean, I know people aren't liking the they aren't liking the Nazi Captain America, and I can see why. I mean, it's really not the time <laughs> for that, you know, given what's going on right now. But still, yeah. I mean. The whole thing—I mean, I like the diverse characters. My whole problem with Marvel is they're not committing fully to it, you know, because they've got Captain America. You know, the Falcon was Captain America, um, and they even incorporated that into the the hate for a black Captain America. They they put into the comic because nobody in the comic. None, no civilian likes you know black Captain America at all so they they wrap that in I like that but they won't get they won't commit you know they've got they've got like f- three different Spider-Men that yeah, are I remember when you told me about that back when they yeah they've got brought Peter back and then they got yeah and then they, they bring in Miles Morales but then Peter Parker, who was still alive in regular 616, he hasn't retired. So there's... there's, And then Spider-Man 2099 is, is kind of stuck in present day. So there's three different Spider-Man. There's two different Captain Americas. Plus, there's two Captain Americas that keep popping up from the future. Then, then of course, the, there's... a. Jane Foster is Thor, and then the original Thor is still kicking around. Right. And then there's 
you know, there's a couple other instances where, where they have these diverse characters, but they won't commit to it and get rid of the original one. It, it's like they, they want to push it, but then they just want to have the originals in their back pocket just in case sales aren't perfect, so then they can pull them back out. You know, yeah. and I I know characters die and come back all the time, and that's part of what comics is. But right, but they don't get replaced by new ones like that, you know. And to say, hey, this is the new, you know, this is your Captain America now, whatever. Well, I get well, you know, that's not true either. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. It just seems like they they had this uh, they had this plan, and they had the everything laid out you know this is what it's going to be it's all new all different and well actually they invent, in fact they called it that all new all different yeah you know and this event this was it uh, uh, the battle world or whatever the fuck it was called I don't know where they yeah the secret wars these things once and for all and I don't know it's all fucked up yeah so I it all just sounds like it comes to fuck I wish they would just commit to it and go full ham and then it's done yeah, so that seems like really the problem to me. I mean, and obviously I've been hearing complaints, and I've seen, I've heard podcasts, um, I've seen uh, people on Twitter, I've heard from people, um, a little bit from you, just a lot of complaints about what they're doing right now, and I just um, haven't really seen firsthand, so I just wanted you to talk about it right here. Yeah, I just wish they would. Com- I mean, I like the Marvel stuff. I just want them to commit fully to it. You know, not up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come back and talk some more modern stuff. All right. The moss heat might make you change your course. The game is lost, unlike anything you ever came across. Bring the boss, lanes get tossed. And a little bit of riddle in the rhythm is a bit of a stimulant. We get it in straight punk rock, skip the middlemen. John Rambo riding with Sandro with wild ammo. Fools get canceled. Hold on, let me get my cape on. This is creation, not pre Sean. This is Philadelphia, where we say John and chicks rock hair extensions. The tape on, stop fronting, move like you got something to prove and do it until the cops coming. And if they ask about that commotion, react, move, don't hold back the motion. Lure me to the bin, screw loose up in my head. I hear music and it says get moving to it, yes. I'm crazy in the cranium, maybe I'm cracking up. Maybe I got mania, baby, I'm freaking nuts. And pills and penicillin ain't chilling, calming me down. This prescription that I'm feeling ain't really helping me out. I should have been committed a minute ago, admitted and thrown into a padded prison to sit in alone. I get in the zone, then I give it a go. Hip-hop, Jackson, Pilot, mixed with Vincent Van Gogh. Blood, sweat, and tears in my crap, that's devotion. React, move, don't hold back the motion. React, So, um, I mean, that's, I know we went on a long time about (laughs) Wonder Woman in comics, but it's been so long since we've talked to you guys. So, yeah, just had to get our thoughts out there. Yeah, man. And, uh, I, I really don't have a lot of time to watch as much TV as I want to. So I'm behind on so many shows. Um, 
there's a lot of stuff on Netflix that uh, is out there I haven't checked out. Um, honestly, I mean, the only thing I really watch anymore is like ESPN. I watch WWE and um, I play video games. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my TV watching is there, but we, you know, we don't need. To, there's not nothing new and exciting. Uh, although Agents of Shield was fucking lit this season. I yeah. Well, Man. you already know where I, I know that. Yeah, I, I know you're. It, so I yeah. Wouldn't know where to. I, you know, I don't think I could jump in at this point. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they did this new thing where they broke the season up into three separate story arcs, and that worked fucking perfectly. And it was just wow. on fire. Well, but, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm glad they kind of seem like they hit a stride with it. I mean, it's still around. It still seems like it's doing numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, have you? Did you fall out of Flash? I did, but every se- you know. The third season's all up on Netflix now, so I'm gonna get uh, caught up. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. this season at all. I that's what I've been told too, and you know we got to a point in it where it just got kind of weird, and um, we fell behind in it just because of other stuff going on, but then never got around to getting back to it. Yeah, I mean, I would say finish it, but I wasn't impressed with it. Yeah, which is a shame too, because Flash was one of the best things going. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, video games. Yes. Well, a couple of things about that. Number one, I, I've had a, I've had a DS since 2007. And, um, I honestly haven't touched a thing in probably about five years. Mm-hmm. Maybe, well, let me think, when was the last time I played it? Last time I remember playing it anyway. Maybe not that long, maybe four years. Either way, um, still a bunch of games in it that I haven't gotten around to it and haven't touched. And one bugaboo of mine was uh, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. You know, I'm a Castlevania fan for people who uh, don't know that from previous shows who are just joining us. Uh, and I, this guy can never get past that final battle with Dracula. Mm-hmm. And um, we fight him and uh, the Grim Reaper together. And then when you beat him, or at least whenever you wear him down to a certain point, then uh, the Reaper um, converges his energy with Dracula, and you get true Dracula, and then that battle would always destroy me, and I could never get past it. I got frustrated and stopped playing it. Never went back to it. So, um, I got the urge uh, about, uh, about three weeks ago to try it again, and I thought about starting from scratch, and I have played for maybe a couple hours from scratch but then I just went back to the save that I originally had and went back through um I didn't level up anymore but I found more items like I found the holy bible and some more spells and everything like that to use on it so I went back and then went and played through and I finally beat him and that was just a huge weight off my shoulders so I beat Portrait of Ruin and what's cool about that is when you beat it then you can you can replay it and like you know how a lot of games have new game plus yeah, this is different. Okay, you do, but you can go back and play through as um, Victor Belmont from Rondo of Blood. Oh shit! Who is like you know he has the uh, yeah and he's got the old school. Um, okay, well let me rewind because you're playing as uh, Jonathan Morris, who if you played Bloodlines or if you remember the Bloodline story from the Sega game, 
he's you know son of uh, John Morris, and which is like I guess a cousin of the Belmonts, so that's why he's able to use the uh, vampire killer whip. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the full potential of it. You learn it as you go along later, um, and then you have Charlotte, who's a um, magician. But then, and you can swap characters back and forth. But then, with when you play Richter mode. You can get Victor or you can get uh, Maria from uh, Symphony of the Night. Oh, really? You can swap back and forth between them. And I don't use her very much, but Victor is, like, completely overpowered. He's got the full-on vampire uh, killer whip. He's got all of the, uh, you know, the boomerang, the holy water, you know, all the uh, power-ups from the old Castlevania. It's like playing the old game again, and it's like when you play in his mode, they've rearranged the layout of the castle. So, I mean, the rooms and stuff are kind of the same, but it's laid out differently to where... Um, you're controlling it more like old school Castlevania mm-hmm. so some of the stuff is different and it's like the way you I mean you can kill so many guys in one hit with that and he's really fast and he can jump really high I mean it's just it, it's just a blast to run through and try to beat it again so I'm actually running through another playthrough uh, on that uh, so there's that on the DS and I got another I got a bunch of other games on there that um, uh, I mean I'm probably just gonna have forever. We'll probably never get through them all, <laughs> but it's there and just, just, just stuff that. I mean, good content. I just, you know, don't have that kind of time anymore to play them all. But I mean, it's there um, on the 360 or well, well, yeah, I guess the 362. Though I still have my 360 because uh, not all those games are backwards compatible yet. But uh, well, two things have happened. Number one, Xbox One is almost it's almost completely my completely my uh, GTA machine. Yeah, almost all I play is GTA Online. Uh, and for those who know, oh man, we're about a week away from the Gunrunners update. Yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah, and in fact, before we started recording, I was on YouTube and just uh, one of the advertisements before a video was showing a trailer for that. And ah oh, man, it made me want to play it so much more. Yeah, yeah, we need to play more and get that streaming going. Yes, sir. And uh, for those who want to join us, um, we are the DCP Mob. Uh, send us a message, and we can add you to the social club if you want to join us on there. If you're still playing the game on the Xbox One, um, uh, but then we also have the Motorcycle Gang, which uh, that, that that's an update that happened a while back, but we just never got into it because we weren't really playing it. And actually, I just we I didn't pick the game up again until uh, I guess earlier this year, but. Um, we got the motorcycle gang, which is part of it as well. Um, this Gunrunners thing is coming out. But then another thing I've done is on a 360, I still have uh, Saints Row 3, which I haven't beaten. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of go back through and play that, and I've kind of I've kind of fallen back into that <laughs> and all its craziness. Yeah, I just so, never could get into Saints Row. Right? I like them. They're just my, you know... By crazy diversion from GTA, it's still it's kind of like like it's a lot like GTA. I mean, obviously, but just more crazy, more more like a I call it like if you have the GTA characters and you go and have them watch TV and all the crazy shit that's on TV. I imagine Saints Row to be what they're watching on TV. That's the way that's the way I think of it <laughs> in my mind. You know, but I do have um, which I haven't touched, but I do have the see. I did finally get that that season pass for uh, Fallout Four. So I have all the DLC available. I just haven't played Fallout 4 in a long time. Yeah, I need to get back in there and finish it. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. But uh, but speaking of that, I, we were at 
we were killing time before Wonder Woman last week, and and the uh, girls wanted to go on the hot topic, so we were walking around in there, looking around and stuff. Ended up walking out of there with a bunch of stuff, and among among the well, I found myself a Rage Against the Machine shirt. But uh, the other thing was, <laughs> why we were there to check out was a goddamn. You seen it on Instagram, the uh, Fallout for um, Auto Shade. Yes, I think it's awesome. <laughs> so I got that on my Ultima. Nice. I like yeah. that thing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but. Um, other games, I mean, um, oh, Unbound Saga is backwards compatible, and it was on sale for like three bucks a few weeks ago. So I got that. That's the, uh, I guess it's like kind of like Comic Zone or Comic Jumper, but done better. Yeah, I never played that one. Yeah, it was on sale and it's backwards compatible, so I got that on the one. Um, other than that, I just kind of jump into random stuff. Uh, Geo Wars or Geometry Wars is uh, backwards compatible, so I. When that showed up in my uh, in my download queue, I wouldn't put it back on there, and I fell back into that. So, when I'm just killing time, so I'm just gonna jump in there and play that. Uh, but yeah, like I said, my Xbox One has kind of become my GTA machine because <laughs> I can't really bring myself to play too many more things. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not playing that, I play. Um, I said I play it on the DS, the Castlevania, and also I'm probably about halfway through Earthbound. We have it on the uh, on the Wii U, mm-hmm. you know, on the Virtual Console, Super Nintendo. So about halfway through that, and I kind of I play that every once in a while too. Do you play it on the tablet? Or does it have to be played on the screen? On Either TV or. Screen? Oh Either yeah. Or but I usually play it on a tablet. Like usually, like let's say um, the kids are watching. Um, how are they watching? I don't know. They're watching uh, the Voice. It's like that. You know, we will. Uh, you know, we all kind of watch that together. They got the other yeah. kind of guys into it, but um, the voice or some one of their other shows they happen to be watching. Sometimes I'll just pick up the tablet and start playing it, which is probably the only thing I really do like about that system. <laughs> That's cool. There ain't a whole lot on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But there's Earthbound. Yeah, I like. I never finished that one, but I, I like it. It's a different take on it. Yeah, I didn't either back when I had the Super Nintendo, but. So now that it's there, I finally been able to do it, or at least make the attempt. I think I'm probably halfway through. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um. Well, you know, I don't. Well, jump to PlayStation first because that's what I play the most of. I've been been playing a lot of um, uh, right now. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Ah, I forgot about that. I have not I been a, about that. Yeah, I haven't been a fan of a Ghost Recon game in forever, but this one, yeah, it's like GTA in a way. I mean, the map is huge; you can drive, you know, over the entire map. Um, and our Destiny clan all copped it, so you know we all play together. It's uh, four-player co-op, and that's just fucking. Awesome, you know, because you've got multiple ways to tackle a mission. You can come in from different sides and angles and stuff. I mean, it, it's got, just fun. And you got that this PS4, right? Yeah, it's PS4. Okay. Yeah, and then of course, uh, waiting on Destiny 2. I am officially, I think, done with Destiny. 
uh, uh, Destiny One anyway. Yeah, you've been done with Destiny a few times. I know, but you know, Clan still plays it, so I'll pick it up and play during the monthly uh, Iron Ban- Iron Banner yeah. uh, tournament. But other than that, I really don't play. I never got my character maxed out just because. Uh, well, once I found out that your your light level and your gear isn't transferring over to Destiny Two, I was like, "Well, I don't care now. <laughs> why Why do I need to keep grinding at this if I'm going to start from zero anyway?" So, um, yeah, so I'm kind of done with that. I just play uh, Wildlands. Um, bought another game called Horizon Zero Dawn. We saw it at E3 yeah. last year, a couple years ago. And that game is really fun. I mean, it, it's a one-player game. It plays a lot like Assassin's Creed, really. Okay. So it gets kind of repetitive. But, you know, it, it's kind of like Assassin's Creed meets Far Cry, in a way. Because you're out in the wild, in the wilderness. And, you know, you have to you have to hunt for everything. You know, you have to hunt to make potions. You have to hunt to to uh, restock your ammo. I mean, you yeah, don't have like to. Yeah, you can go to um, vendors and buy ammo, but you know, if you're out there in in the bush, you have to you know like grab tree branches and create new arrows and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, it does get kind of repetitive. I'm almost done with it I think. But uh, it's a fun game. It's a fun time killer. Um, other than that, lately I have been hardcore into Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, I bought- and you told me that the other day and I was like damn, you know what? And th- th- See, this is, this is the problem with me. I have so many games that I don't have time to get to. I mean, it is, cr- and then you know, Xbox Live doesn't help either. The way they keep giving away games, and a lot of them are <laughs> stuff that I want. So, if you go and load up my machine right now, I've got like maybe, I got maybe eighty of them on the hard drive, and then mm. there's another fifty of them sitting there waiting to be installed because <laughs> I <laughs> had to delete them to make space, or just because I don't want them on there right now. Uh, so I'm never gonna get through them all. A lot like my DS catalog I was talking about. So. I'm, and like I said, I'm still playing GTA uh, Online, playing Saints Row 3, which is, you know, quite a few years old. And then fucking these new games come out that I want and I like, but then I, you know, then I kind of forget about them because I'm engrossed in the stuff that I do have. So Wildlands, I completely forgot about. And then you told me the other day uh, about something you've done in Mass Effect. I'm like, you know what? It's crazy. I forgot Mass Effect was out. Yeah, it's out, and you know I bought it day one, but I didn't really mess with it because it came out broken, and there's a whole big hubbub, you know, about the the character animations and how bad they looked, and the you know all of this stuff. Um, and they've released a couple patches that have really fixed the anima- animations and the way that the characters look. But right. you know it it takes a little bit to get going but now once I, I you know I've got my full team now and and the story's kind of picking up I'm liking it a lot more than I was in the beginning 
and it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's fun to go in there and and sort of be in the Mass Effect universe, but not really. Right. You know, because it doesn't have anything that ties to the first three games at all in there. Now, that's one thing I wanted to ask you about. And don't, you know, don't give me any spoilers because I'm, I'm going to get it. I just don't, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't got around to it. Um, but, okay, you remember what happened at the end of Mass Effect, right? I mean, right. you know, the first one. So, I mean, is this taking place after that or? Yeah, well, technically. Because they it, shouldn't be able to mass relay anymore, right? Well, they don't. Technically, this takes place 600 years after the, the events of Mass Effect 3. But the issue is, um, see, the whole game is about um, everyone from our Milky Way galaxy tra- traveling to the Andromeda galaxy. And there, there's no Mass Effect realized relays out that far anyway the Mass Effect relays are only in the Milky Way galaxy so so uh, all the different species had to build these these giant arcs to uh, travel to Andromeda to colonize and I, I believe it takes the game takes place after the first one because some of the, the characters mentioned the attack on the Citadel by the Geth so they know that happened they don't know what happened after because they they got in these arcs and went into cryo sleep for 600 years and then they woke up as they arrived in the in this new Andromeda galaxy and then uh-huh. I won't go into story but okay. um, alright that's just a clarification I needed because I was always wondering if, with, when or if they decided to do sequels. I was always wondering how they were going to do that because that world really shouldn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, one, it's a different galaxy, so Mass Effect relays don't matter anyway. Two, it, it's 600 years in the future, so even if they do find out what happened, I mean, it's... right. Oh, fucking long ago. That's like I was asking about something from the 1300s. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, okay. I mean, they, they could potentially find out what happens if, if say during Mass Effect Two, somebody sent a, a a ship out to the Andromeda Galaxy to let people know what's going on, and it just gets there whenever you know the second game starts or whatever. Right. But. Um, yeah, for the most part, it has nothing to do with with uh, the first trilogy. But it is cool. it is fun once you really start sort of digging into it, getting into the meat of it. Um, there there is a lot of kind of boring stuff in there when it comes to like walking and traveling from place to place because he's the first game you know was or the first three games were pretty much confined to these you know areas that you can walk. But this game opens it up so you have, you know, more or less a whole planet that you can explore. And so traveling from place to place is kind of tedious. Yeah. Right. The first one was kind of like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know, it's it's a good game. I like it. 
I found Comrade Werner's sister yesterday, so that made me happy. You know, um, but other than that, yeah, I've been playing Mass Effect a lot. I've been playing GTA, trying to get my fucking level back up. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll definitely have to link back up some more, you know, get some of this. I mean, Gunrunner is here pretty soon, but, uh, you know, get some of this other stuff, uh, some of this other work done. Yeah, so we can build up some more money to uh, to get some gun running. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need to. And I'm hoping that, well, you know, because every once in a while they'll drop a bonus on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had those bonus weekends where it's like double cash and double XP for uh, doing missions and races and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, well, you know, but sometimes they drop like an influx of cash on you. Oh like, yeah, they do that too. You also want to drop like a few, a few million in there, yeah, for no reason. So I'm hoping, like you know, before this, they'll do, they'll give you at least something, you know. Yeah, fingers crossed. Some people come back and play it who haven't been. Fingers crossed, because that game is still got legs. I mean, they they still charge sixty bucks for it, so it obviously still yeah. has legs. Yeah, man. I mean, that game was what 2014. Yeah. And they're still supporting it. They're still adding all this stuff in there, which is awesome. And I was just talking to Ghost uh, a while ago um, because he was, you know, he posts videos in our uh, in our WhatsApp groups all the time. And he plays it. And he's posted videos from the several there, and it's like, and I just asked. That's all the same thing. I was like, man, who would have thought that I finally, I finally liked an MMO, and it would be GTA. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cause I don't, I, you know, I didn't, I don't, I didn't get into work Warcraft or any other shit. You know, I just thought that was too kind, time consuming. Who has time for that? Why would anyone do that? And now I see why. Well, they made a game that spoke my language, first of all, and secondly, they've done it in such a way where it's like, okay, they keep you from getting tired of it because they keep adding cool stuff in there. And even besides like these big updates, like the um, gun runners and the gangs and all the stuff like that, and the CEO, they have like the like the stunt race stuff in there, which. I mean, even if you just want to jump in the game for a while, just waste time. They got these like amphibious cars and and boats that uh, they're like little bikes and cars, whatever. Like you you you'll, you'll go through like these uh, it, look, it looks like Hot Wheels. It costs me like Hot Wheels and Tron. And then when you go into certain parts, it goes changes to water. So you tap the button and it switches. It turns the wheel sideways, so you propel yourself through the uh, through the water. And then when you go back to land, you you know you, you turn them back how they were before yeah there's all kind of stuff in there just to waste time or to, to you know to grind and I mean I remember one weekend they were offering double XP for that stuff so I did nothing but just those races and I never placed in any of them because I was really bad at it but, <laughs> but because it was double XP and double money it was worth it so I mean even if I was coming in like 7th or 12th place I was still getting money and XP off it. I went up a couple levels just by doing that yeah I always get the do not finish or did not finish yeah, I, I, man, yeah. I rarely ever finish. And when I do, it's usually not. It's usually, it's usually not a pot. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's kind of it for my game stuff. Yeah, but then of course we got uh, E3 coming up this coming week, so hopefully we'll have some big game news we can talk about next time. Yep, and for those of you who are new to us. We don't report on it the week that it happens or the day that it happens or whatever. We kind of 
we do it a couple weeks out just to kind of let hype kind of die down and kind of let our opinions marinate before we go in and talk about it because yeah. one you know once you know one because you know well you know one we like to live tweet and unfortunately my hours are different so i can't do that anymore um and that's where you get the knee jerk kind of reactions to stuff but um also you know when you get this news there's always something like a couple days later when you have a shoe drops and you're like oh wait a minute you know so there's always something after the fact that'll change it or like even you know even a week later it, you know Right. Where you'll hear something about it on E3, and then a couple weeks later, or you know, even a day later, something will change. And so, uh, we always like to kind of space it out until we've gotten, like I said, our our, our opinions to marinate, and then just for more news to drop. Yeah, I I will try to live tweet during it, but since it's not fucking on TV anymore. <laughs> It's hard to find a decent live stream that doesn't cut out every two seconds. You know, bandwidth is fucking terrible. Yeah. So, um, I will try to live tweet. I can't guarantee they're gonna be great or, you know, on point because, you know, if, if internet is spotty or everyone's watching the same feed, you know, it's gonna cut out. So, I will try. Yeah. yeah, all I know is that Xbox. Obviously, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna unveil the Scorpio, mm-hmm. whatever they're gonna call it, whatever it's actually gonna finally be. They better goddamn release Cuphead at this point. I'm gonna go so still tired of seeing that fucking game. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking games they need to finally release. I said that last so, la- last uh, E3 episode. They need to quit with this fucking putting trailers out for games that aren't coming for three years. I'm yeah, I know. It. It sucks. I'm um, sick of it. Like fucking, they they just pushed back uh, Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy seven remake a fucking again another three years. They've been working wow. on Kingdom Hearts three for almost ten years now. It ain't like, never coming out. <laughs> it's like too human. Oh God! <laughs> Remember that mess. God, and that was ten years ago too. Or um, Crackdown, but uh, you know, and Crackdown, man, the first one was fun simply because it was just—I mean, not even because of the end game or what you did in there, just because it was a big sandbox and it was fun to fuck around in. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't play the second one because, well, did I put one? Did I play the second one? No, I didn't. I didn't play the second one, and from what I heard about it. It wasn't that good in the first place. No, because they got a different studio, and that studio rushed it to hurry up and get it out. Yeah, and this third one they've been talking about since the beginning of the Xbox One, and it still ain't here. And I don't know what possibly else they're going to do to that to make it any better than what they've already had. I think Crackdown was more of a more of a diversion than it was a game. Yeah. You know, which was cool, but I mean, it ain't... It's. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not gonna be the system seller that they think it's gonna be, um, but uh, I know Nintendo was gonna talk about Super Mario, not what's it called, Super Mario Universe. What, what the hell? What the hell they call that thing now? I forgot what I I forgot what the name of it was. Oh, well, you'll find out. But uh, 
you know, for the Switch. Um, and they said that they're gonna do it. They're actually gonna do a conference this time, which, I mean, <laughs> God damn it! I mean, not not a conference, but I mean, you know, kind of like the digital events they were doing before. Mm-hmm. And it better not be like that one they did last year. Was that the one when they had the puppets? No, that was the oh. one. The one last year was barely even a. The puppets they at least tried. The one they had last year was just them sitting on two stools talking about Pokemon. Oh yeah, that's and right. For like over an hour and a half. That's right. It was. That's right. I remember now. Because so, <laughs> that uh, was the worst. What's the other show? Um. Uh, uh, giant bomb. Giant bomb. They fucking got up and left their live stream and walked away because they they were doing a split screen. Uh, live stream of it. They had they had the Nintendo conference in one, and then the hosts, you know, sitting around talking about the the uh, trailers and the talk and the other screen. They straight up fucking got got up and left, and said, "We'll be back when they're done talking Pokemon." <laughs> yeah. So from what I've been told, or at least from what I've read, they actually are going to do some sort of digital event, kind of like what they were doing. Uh, I guess before last year and the year before so we'll see what yeah. happens there I mean I would say yeah you know I would say I have something to talk about I mean, you know I want to see what the Mario game is like but I'm already kind of resigned myself to the fact that I'm not buying any more Nintendo systems yeah so, I'm done you know they've screwed me over too many times you know I say that as I'm playing games on the DS, but hey, the DS was tried and true and it's lasted a long you know yeah really good stuff I mean but as the Unless this, 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 this Wii U, you know, uh, I'm still, I'm, 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 we don't get a whole lot of use out of it. You know, the girls play the, they play the Xbox One and the 360. You know, they don't play a whole lot of the Wii U. I mean, every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, unless, unless the Switch is gonna have Bayonetta three and it looks amazing, I ain't fucking with it, man. But the Wii U wasn't worth it for Bayonetta 2. And we do have Bayonetta 2, and it's awesome. But, I mean, I'm not... Yeah, I know I know you, you, you feel like you're missing out on it, and you are. But don't buy the system for that. <laughs> Trust me, you, you, you'll be alright. <laughs> yeah. The game is great, but I mean, that system, you will not get much use out of it. Yeah. And they've already killed it. You know, the thing's been around, what, four years? What do you think this is, 1989, where systems didn't last that long? Yeah, but it was, I mean, you look at what the Switch is, you can see what they wanted to do with uh, the Wii U, because it's basically the Switch. You know, it's got I guess so, the touchscreen that you like, can carry around and stuff. They just didn't have it ready. Become Sega. I guess so, but I feel like they've become Sega, where they just, they, they find a way to screw you. Yeah. Well, they're going to. After that, after that whole NES throwback debacle. Dude, see, there you go. There you go. They could have made that hand over fist could have made that money. I didn't see one anywhere. Me neither. I know people have it, but I never saw one in a store anywhere. I don't know anyone who has one. Yeah, I know a couple of people who got them. I don't know how they got them, but um, they got them. I've never actually seen it in the flesh. Yeah, well, one of the coolest things they've done in a while, and they made like ten of them and said, "We're not making any more." Yeah, we don't like yeah, money. Thanks. 
Not doing Super Nintendo one? Uh, guess what? That's what I was hoping they would do, but guess what? Nah, I don't want one. I know it's going to happen. Yeah. So, Nintendo can... But either way, I still, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a gamer. I'm still interested in seeing what they have to say, but something tells me I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, and our would-be rival Reggie will be there. <laughs> if they would only do that, that's the only <laughs> thing I miss. Yeah, yeah. For for those of you who are new and haven't followed us right from the beginning, um, we really wanted Reggie to be our nemesis because. Man, we used to tear him a new asshole every time he did a <laughs> every E3 before we we started doing this show, and even I think the first E3 we tore him a new asshole because fuck that dude because he's a fork tongue, silver tongue devil. <laughs> yeah, I mean he would talk. I mean he would make the worst crap sound amazing. Yeah. And sell and you have you believe sell you shit with a smile on his face, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. <laughs> we wanted to hear it. And we we watch these things just because we want to see what Reggie has to say. And when it failed, it wasn't Nintendo's fault. Nope. And somehow he would spin it into a positive. You know. Yeah. In a lot of ways, Reggie was like the precursor to forty-five. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like what he's doing now, except not as, not, you know, Reggie at least was harmless. I mean, he didn't have to go deal with Nintendo. Yeah. At least was entertaining. Yeah, I guess that's just the business, man. Yeah. I guess it's, well. I mean, he is the, the creator of Pizza Hut's New Yorker pizza, so, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That wasn't even the Bigfoot, wasn't it? No, the New Yorker. Which, it, it was just a bigger round... Because the, the Bigfoot was, you know, like a big rectangle. Big shoot, yeah, that and then they... Too? It may have been, I don't know. But the, the New Yorker, it was, you know, just a, the regular Pizza Hut crust. You know, but... You know, so it's kind of thick. It's not that authentic kind of New Yorker thin nah. thin uh, you know it folds over yeah yeah and then it, it was just basically a giant like triple XL pizza <laughs> and yeah, they, they had, had it cut up into wider than normal slices man have you seen some of the shit that Pizza Hut's been doing lately they might need Reggie to come back <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my job I deliver to a Pizza Hut every once in a while, and there's a uh, you know I go in there to give them their packages or whatever, and I see the kind of stuff they have on the wall. I'm like, who the fuck would buy this? <laughs> yeah, they got some nasty stuff. They got some really weird stuff in there. But man, speaking of food, man, you know that's another thing. Um, so I guess kind of as an early Father's Day present, um, wife got me a smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, right before Memorial Day weekend and of course we fired it up for the first time on that weekend and it's pretty awesome and um, yeah so we're actually grilling again tomorrow gotta do some do some steaks and uh, we did salmon last time I want to do it again but uh, you know I didn't have the right I didn't have the right um, I was doing it on foil I really should have should have gotten planks for that yeah um, 
but uh man it's I mean you you you've done or you do barbecue with a team but you know just being out there doing that stuff that makes me feel like I, I man like it makes me feel like getting into some of that shit because I'm over here looking up new recipes and you know new techniques and all kind of stuff and I'm all talking to you talking to my dad talking to uh uh you know my father-in-law and just um uh friends of my wife you know who also grill and getting their ideas and just methods and things like that and just trying out different shit um just got a smoke box for it you know some um I'm gonna try some uh try try some some different chips in there this time see how that goes yeah I mean once you get into it man it's it's addicting it is and I'm not some I've never been any good at, with at, at cooking I'm not a cook you know I you know I do fine you know <laughs> I mean hell we lived together for a while you know what I did you know rice cooker microwave and George Foreman yeah I was you know, the same way <laughs> you know make my rice steam vegetables in it you know grill stuff on the George Foreman and that's really about it you know but being out there with the grill I was like man I I, I mean it's become almost a obsession like every weekend I want to do it <laughs> yeah and get ripped off all kinds of brews man I had some um oh man I I had that um I took a picture at the rest at the restaurant we were at last weekend the um Elysian Elysian Super Super Fuzz mm-hmm. which is this uh uh, orange uh, pale ale and it's fucking badass actually my brother sent me a picture of it cause he just he's been posturing off six packs of that left and right he said you gotta try this you gotta try this and I said that sounds awesome I'll look for it and then we just happened to be at the restaurant and it was on the menu they had it on uh, you know on their bottles I said oh well let me try one of these tried it loved it and so um, the very next day took some home and they were grilling with that, so I'm sitting outside just throwing those back and just, you know, out there on the coals, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's good fucking shit. Uh, yeah, nothing like it. Yeah. yeah, what about you, man? What you? I, I mean, some of your pictures up on Instagram, actually both of ours on Instagram, but you, of course, you, you know, way more seasoned uh, veteran at it than I am, man. You, you threw the fuck down. Yeah, I just felt like cooking that day, so I just cooked a whole bunch of shit. Um, some of it didn't turn out perfect, because that was my own fault. I tried to do too much too fast, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't come out well, but yeah, I mean, um, nothing like having, you know, a beer and some smoked meat. Uh, didn't make any BBDs, but I should have. Um, oh, yeah. For you, for those of you who don't know, if you go back to episode seven, um, I laid out a, a recipe for your for your Memorial Day or whatever you know barbecue day um, tradition, and it is uh, from a TV show <laughs> uh, that is slowly coming back on the air now. Um, which is kind of weird given what's happening right now as well but yeah which makes me wonder if they put it on the air because of what's going on right now but, yeah uh, it's kind of it's really strange yeah but uh, we are talking about uh, the Cosby show they on the Cosby show they always talked about Theo's favorite thing 
which is a bacon burger dog. And so in episode seven, yeah. I laid out my recipe for the bacon burger dog. Then Bill Cosby got in trouble. So <laughs> we, we even went so not, far. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at what's about to, what you're about to say. We even went so far as to create a uh, a a recipe card for you to, to print out and had a picture of Bill Cosby in the corner. <laughs> yep. Uh, which we have, I think, taken down from all of our media ever since the struggles yep. started. Uh, but then we rechristened it in the Black Butt Rock episode. <laughs> I think so. It was either that or one of the episodes right behind it. We uh, we rechristened it the BBD <laughs> after after Belle Biv DeVoe because it, it's a almost the bacon burger dog. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's a hot dog smoothed out on on a hamburger tip with a bacon feel appeal to it <laughs> but go and check it's that perfect. out go and check that oh, out man. It's, uh, oh man I gotta find out what episode that did we can <laughs> so we can uh, uh, drop that in yeah oh god <laughs> but um yeah I guess I got nothing else yeah me neither man I I yeah, I think we kind of covered all the bases for now. Yeah. So um, I guess next time, next time we do this, it will be for the uh, nerd. You know what? Yeah. And then we've got another death cakes coming. Um, for. Yes. Um. Well, you'll know the topic when we talk about the topic. Oh, while we're yep. we're here, let's send a a uh, our condolences and R.I.P. to the late great Adam West. Oh, today. Yeah, man. Back today, yeah. Um, I posted on our Instagram, but he was my first. Um, I mean, I I wasn't alive when the show was on the air in '66, but I watched the reruns on the yeah. Family Channel in the '80s, and that was my first exposure to Batman. You know, ever. Yep, our reruns were uh, more of the channel eleven or thirty, whenever it was when I was a kid. Um, then disappeared. Then it came back in the late '80s, around the time when the uh, when, when the Batman '89 was about to come out. So mm-hmm. they put the reruns back on, like uh, after school. Yeah, yeah. And they kept it there for a while too, for about two years. Was it after school? Yeah, it was like um, I want to say like maybe four thirty, five o'clock. Oh, I, was, I thought it was Saturdays. Maybe not. Any- but neither well, here. Might have had him there too. But like, I think on cable it was on Saturdays. But on um, on you know uh, Channel Eleven was showing them. Yeah. It was before the Disney afternoon, so they were showing them like maybe four thirty, maybe maybe even four o'clock more earlier than that. Yeah. But. Yeah, but you know, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> you know, and I say that obviously because it's a iconic line but also um did you ever listen to that episode uh uh was it is it hollywood babylon or fat man on batman by uh, kevin smith no great dad it was the reunion it was of um uh lee merriweather who played catwoman in the movie mm-hmm. because obviously there was you know there was earth a kid 
and before her Julie Newmar, but then you had uh, in the movie it was, it was Lee Merriweather, um, Burt Ward and Adam West, you know, panel discussion, uh, along with uh, Kevin and I want to say Ralph Garman. I think it was I think it was Hollywood Babylon they did this on instead of Batman on Batman, but either way, um, they had this reunion panel going on and people uh, kind of doing a Q&A and one guy was asking them about that line and just that scene in the movie and he was saying you know you also inspired Christian Bale because at the end of Dark Knight Rises he has to get rid of a bomb too and then Adam West goes I don't care and everybody just erupts laughing Oh, oh shit! That's I always funny. thought that was funny. You shade them like that, you know. That's funny. But uh, hair on Family Guy playing, playing a a, a whacked out version of himself, so mm-hmm. making fun of himself too. So that was always funny. Yeah. At least you know when I watch Family Guy, I don't anymore. Yeah, I yeah I quit watching all those Fox cartoons. Yeah. Here lately. Hmm. But uh, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and give our uh, final shouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can uh, find us at uh, facebook.com slash nojibajabafm.com. Oh, wow. Facebook.com slash nojibajabafm. Uh, on Twitter at DeathCakesPod. Which is kind of the catch-all for No Jibba Jabba FM, but you know, uh, also Death Cakes and I'm the Fool. Um, individually, I am at Ilrockski. J is at Ru78. That's J A Y R U78. We're on Instagram at No Jibba Jabba FM. YouTube No Jibba Jabba FM. Um, just search No Jibba Jabba FM. You'll find us because we're the only ones who do that. Yeah, yeah, and stay tuned to YouTube. Um, I will have the last of my Voltron review uh, even though yes. the toys have been out for fucking ever um, <laughs> I, I actually have it recorded I just don't like it and I haven't uh, finished it I haven't finished edit on the redo I've done but right. I will I will uh, get that finished and get that out to the public so, uh, yeah. other than that, I guess that's it for this Mini the Fool. We'll see yes. you back <laughs> who knows when. In December? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Probably. every six months we get an I Mean the Fool. Nah, you'll see us back here for Nerd Super... I mean, you, you know, Nerd, you know what? Yep. And I guess that's it. So, uh, till next time, folks. See ya! After rappers swing from the rafters, boombox bass punch holes in the plaster. Give me more, give me, give me more on the board. Turn LED meters red when my foot hit the floor. Or you could have it your way. Drums do the talking, bass do the walking. DJ cut the record. I host the ceremony. I don't hold hegemony more. The merrier get them in the door. Ready to the floor. Melody and chords rock steady on the pulse. Petty for your thoughts. Ready on the draw. Shit heavy in your drawers. Got your old granny's old gramophone on the song. React. Take
Conversation beats conversation. Rhymes penetrate through deep concentration. Learn from the great ones till it turn from each one. Teach one to everybody hate one. Stop teaching, I was tired of the knuckleheads. Ironically, I never did what my mother said. Left education without a trace of hesitation or trepidation. Been trailblazing ever since. 06 focus, story build, and meet the evidence. The rap styles are theories from Pascal. They were an inheritor and it can't be passed down. Yeah.